Hello there. Welcome to whatever on earth this is. It's a it's a brand new podcast that I've wanted to start for some time now, and I've finally got my act together. And this is the first episode. I am currently walking along the banks of the uh, the River Derwent, just outside Derby. Just recording a little intro to the first episode of this thing. Um, as this is a new podcast, you might want to know a little bit of background to it. It's a chance for me just to um, basically speak to some people about following Jesus. I've been following Jesus um, for three years, give or take. I've uh, been aware of him for a lot longer, (laughs) but um, I've only really been following him for the last three or so years. And let me just go over this style one second. And uh, it's changed my life following this this guy. I would love to um, go with you on this. I'd love to share some some more about what what following Jesus looks like, and I'd love to bring some people along on this journey as well. This first episode uh, is a conversation that I recorded back in December 2019. I recorded this conversation um, in the sort of post-Christmas slump. Must have been about the 27th or 28th of December in Suffolk. And I went for a walk with my brother, Thomas, on a beach in Suffolk. Suffolk, um, Warberswick. We're visiting our aunt. Aunt? Are you going to finish? You're needing a lot of prompting here, aren't you? <laughs> I'm just leaving a bit of space. It's a lot to remember. Um, and we're here, I guess. No, we're not here. We're not here to talk about. We're not here to do the podcast. We're here for other reasons. But um, yeah. we've decided that it would be a good opportunity to. You know, sort of chew the fat a little bit. (laughs) Um, This is the first episode of this uh, this new thing, so I guess I guess I'm kind of figuring it out. And you're a bit of a guinea pig. Yeah. Well, thank you. But you know, I trust you, so it's it's nice to to do it with someone that you trust. Sure. (laughs) Um, Do do you need to clear your no your nose? I'm chill. Nasal passage. Yep. Right. Um. Well, I feel like we've broken the ice, so let's get into the, the meat of this. Um, Thomas, brother, brother dearest. <laughs> yeah. You're a follower of Jesus, aren't you? Yes. Now, how how long would you say that you've been following the, the main man? Um, 
Well, it's a good question, actually, because I think, you know, Christian upbringing, um, it's easy to kind of trash your past, isn't it? And be like, oh, I didn't really believe any of it as I was growing up. It was all kind of, I just went to church because it's what our parents did and um, didn't really mean anything to me. But I think that's a bit kind of, a bit dismissive to say that. I think it's all been a journey. I think even though it's only been probably five years ago maybe or maybe less than that that I've actually sort of got the the message of uh, the gospel just kind of my time at sick form there was a CU there and I'd never been involved in a CU before and I kind of thought might as well do something to pass the time um, they've got flapjacks party rings sausage rolls cocktail sausages grapes <laughs> scotch eggs <laughs> Um, so it was a very sort of food-based initially initiation I think, into I think this. God used that. I think, you know, I maybe I was doing it to try and make friends initially. I um, thought I'd meet some nice people there. Um, but then it became, I don't know, I think as I went to the talks that that uh, group put on and as I got more involved with stuff at my church, um, I began to realise that actually not everyone was a Christian. Not everyone was brought up as a Christian. People had a choice whether they wanted to continue it, and many people were choosing to continue it. And it was quite a powerful uh, kind of realization. This is really boring, isn't it? No, I, I think this is <laughs> okay. This is okay. quite good. been a very gradual change some people talk about a very sudden change I don't think I've ever had a, a sudden change but I think when you look back you're like oh actually quite a lot has changed and I think it for one thing I've just got more excited about uh, sharing the gospel before I kind of knew it was something that we're called to do it's something Jesus did but I wasn't particularly it was almost a chore it sounds bad to say that now but yeah, I didn't see the value of it. I was sort of thought it was very much I feel like I should be doing this rather than I want to be doing this whenever I talked about my faith sort of thing. You get where, I, where I'm coming from. So I think one of the ways that's changed is that now I, I am excited by it. I'm excited when I see people engaging with it because I guess because I've just begun to realise that it is good news for all men, women, dogs. Um, <laughs> that's not going not in. Dogs, not um, dogs. Yeah, I think that's interesting. <clears throat> I think for me, it kind of it was at university. I mean, I, I think I had more of a dramatic walking away from faith than maybe right. you've had, because you know, obviously we have the same upbringing. I leave home at eighteen, and I just I don't know. I just faith, religion, just wasn't a priority for me. Yeah. Uh, and at university, I, I, I mean, I had no faith at all. I think I was probably known to other people as a Christian, which is the interesting thing. I almost think, looking back, probably what a bad witness I was, because I wasn't following Jesus' way. Um, so it was almost an identity thing. Well, was, well, I think, you, yeah, you I think were it, attaching it to your identity. I think well. it was an identity thing that maybe I attached to myself or certainly got attached to me. 
But then, so I think I was searching at university. Yeah. And I was a bit restless and, you know, trying to... Because obviously if you're putting your meaning into, or your identity into something like a political ideology or, um, you know, a, a stance on a certain issue. Yeah. I mean, that is fundamentally a problematic thing to put your identity into because it's going gonna, it's gonna to disappoint you at some point or someone... Yeah, you can't really put much faith in politics. Someone is going to, you feel is going to have the same opinion as you and then you realise they believe something differently and that kind of shatters your whole notion of identity, doesn't it? Yeah. So I think I came yeah. out of university not really sure what I was. Was I a follower of Jesus? Probably not. Um, certainly didn't get excited about the gospel and I certainly saw the kind of the, the bad side of religion and got quite... I was just quite angry. I was quite an angry person, I think, with the, you know, what I perceived to be the, the repressive, oppressive nature of religion. I don't know. I think I felt like I wanted to connect back in with the church. Yeah. I don't really know why. You um, felt something was missing or I guess something. so. Yeah. And I found this church and honestly it flipped something. Something kind of flipped upside down in me because I was looking around. It's The church I go to now is a very... Um, very international, um, multicultural, multi-generational, um, yeah, incredibly diverse church. And all of these people are coming to worship the same God. Yeah, so that certainly did something for me. And I, I kind of, I guess, went on a bit of a journey of exploration and discovery at that point. And about three years ago, gave my life to Jesus. Yeah, I think it is... Um a real blessing to have a, a Christian upbringing because um, it kind of means you know that kind of loving community um, from an early age um, but um, yeah I know plenty of Christians that have their parents aren't Christian they came to it through other means so I guess God kind of yeah that that's kind of the one of the kind of shattering things about Christianity isn't it is that no one's more privileged than anyone else. Anyone can be brought into it, anyone can be saved. Yes. Um, it's not like the kind of classic perception that you have to have this kind of long bloodline of ancestors, like the kind of, like in the Bible, the kind of the Pharisees, I guess, kind of the being part, they thought they were special in some ways because they were the people that had been sort of God's covenant people for so long they thought that gave them something more than your bog standard joe from the electrician shop at the end of the street who'd never heard about it before in first century palestine <laughs> <laughs> well you know well the lamp maker I yeah guess, no i get what you mean yeah. and you look at who jesus spends his time with i mean he does spend time with pharisees doesn't he and yeah he does you know, like quote, unquote, quote yeah. unquote holy people yeah but then he actually spends most of his time with just really ordinary men and women and I think that's a great shame that often the church is perceived and often it's it's true isn't it that the church is not an accurate reflection of Christ's love yeah it, has, it has failed along the way because it is it is human well, but it if we a human. It, it's a human institution yes it is trying to do something more and yeah. I mean I've been blown away by you know churches um you know just doing some amazing amazing work yeah. um, and and really yeah really imitating christ yeah but also there's a you know there's a there's many that unfortunately don't really 
don't really accurately reflect that. We do get things wrong. Yeah. thing I kind of wish people knew about Christianity is uh, um, that it's kind of not about it's not about the religion of it it's uh, it's about Jesus it's about the main thing is to keep the main thing the main thing <laughs> see what I did there um, so it's it's not about you know being a good person a lot of people think Christianity is about being good and um, you know when you let Jesus into your life he does change your life and the hope is that um, you do start living a more godly life and start rejecting kind of sort of sinful ways maybe but it's not about that it's not about becoming a good person it's about being in a relationship with with God through his son who came to earth so it's uh, yeah I think that's the one thing I'd sort of I sort of wish people would know I think the stereotype of all religion in a whole and that's kind of uh, all, the stereotype of all religions as a whole and that's kind of uh, engulfed Christianity as well is that it's all about being a good person but it isn't about that at all we can't earn God's love we can't earn our salvation um, someone had to die for us someone had to create that link for us so that's kind of the one thing I'd uh, I wish people knew about Christianity. What would you say yours would be? Wow. Um, <laughs> Don't say that. Yeah, what you said. That was great. I love that. I love what you're saying. Oh, cheers, Bob. I think I agree with... Yeah, I think I agree with all of that. And I would also say... The one thing I wish people knew about Christianity... Yeah. Was... I mean, it is. it goes back to this thing for me about it. Not being a religion that's literally what you said i'm just copying i just want to be more like you thomas <laughs> oh, stop. um well there's a nice little dog coming up hello hello oh, oh. hello <laughs> hello that's all right <laughs> um for for those we who are got, confused by what just happened we just us. got mauled by a dog <laughs> a dog just came and <laughs> mauled us um yeah i think it is that thing about it being a relationship yeah and relationships are amazing and exciting and you know religions are kind of boring and dusty and i think the minute you get beyond the religion into the relationship that's when it really comes to life i'd almost describe it as me as you know growing up in a christian family hearing all these amazing stories from the bible but they were all in black and white yeah. and when i gave my life to jesus they all became coloured in okay it's a slightly oh, I like that. poetic and pretentious way of putting it but so kind of the bureaucracy almost of Christianity was there the kind of the going to church the kind of the, the rigmarole was there well, and that's the religious side of yeah, it yeah but, but I think you discovered what it was really about was the the relationship and all those other things are kind of as a result of that rather than it being the other but also around. those those stories then that you hear yeah. You know, stories of Jesus' parables or stories from the Old Testament, which are kind of nice stories, but they don't really mean anything unless you actually believe in them and believe yeah. in the God who has 
spoken them into being and created them. I, I think the minute then that you, you, you make that step of faith and say, I want to follow you, I want to make you the, the Lord of my life. And by the way, that's it. That's, that's, what, that's what being a Christian is. It's about saying, Jesus, you're the Lord of my life. Right, okay. It's as simple yeah. as that, right? There's no, yeah. there's no kind of checklist of things you have to do. You don't have to... You don't have to get everything from the outset. You don't have to be... Uh, you don't have to be a, a, like a, above a certain level of kind of m morality or goodness or you don't have to have done loads of good things you just accept that don't you and, and that's that's for me why this place. whole idea of pilgrimage is really i'm really almost obsessed with this idea of pilgrimage at the moment because i love the idea of just walking with journeying with jesus day on day uh, day by day day on day is that, <laughs> is that a thing day by day so is every day a pilgrimage? I guess so. And there's highs and there's lows and there's times of real, you know, incredible um, sense of God's goodness and love and joy yeah. and peace. And then there are days when you really feel like God is very distant and where you don't understand why he's letting certain things happen. Yeah. And the beautiful thing about the image of a pilgrimage is that there are highs, there are lows, there are mountaintop experiences, there are also valleys that you have to get through. Yeah. But the, the there, message... There are a few styles you have to go over. There's a, a few, few styles, a few puddles, a few, few puddles. stones, some there's, of them are slippery. There's some cow pats that you need to yeah. uh, dodge. Yeah. And some dogs that you need to... That dog was quite, that was quite scary, wasn't it, that one back there? Yeah. It's quite some people, aggressive. Sometimes you go past a house and there's a box of apples that on the driveway that says help yourself sometimes it says five pounds you know let's run with this metaphor i think we can really push it. i feel like we've really we've pushed it too far but um, i like that There we go episode one in the can um, it was great to catch up with Thomas and I always love just hearing about ways that God is moving in his life um, yeah he's a great he's a great guy and I really enjoy spending time with him so that was fun um, well thank you for for listening thank you for making it this far I hope it hasn't been entirely awful. I hope you've 
enjoyed it, maybe uh, got something out of it. I would love for this to become a regular thing and my plan at the moment is to aim for two of these a month. I feel like that would be a good, a good kind of level, hopefully something that I can um, commit to. I've got a few people lined up that I'm going to be speaking to over the next few m months and um, I'm going to go and uh, visit a few people. I own a, uh, <laughs> I own a bright red Vespa and I would love to go and visit a few people on that as well who are maybe a bit further afield. Um, but yeah, there you go. Episode one. I want to say a big thank you to Johnny Davies for creating the theme music and to Thomas actually for creating the jingles that you've been hearing throughout the episode. Thanks both of you, really appreciate it. Um, thanks for listening. Thanks for joining me on this experimental <laughs> first episode. Thanks for bearing with me as I uh, figure out what exactly this thing is. I look forward to joining you again sometime soon on this pilgrimage. But until then, stay safe and God bless. Bye-bye.